Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Here we go. Hour two, Armed American Radio now underway. Hour one in the bag. Welcome in to the Six Sour Studios here at AAR Georgia Ranch. Crossbreed holsters, Mike, fired up for you. I am Mark Walters, of course, filling you a prescription for freedom today and every day in front of this Crossbreed holsters, Mike, this hour. Daniel Defense Mike in the previous hour. X Insurance presents it all. Greg in Dallas, Texas, how you doing, brother? Uh, not too bad. It's Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. It's also going to be a gun control, Google gun control Tuesday oh, in this hour. We would have done it earlier, but... Russell Stewart had that breaking news. Yes, we had, and to I do wanted that. him in, and that was a great hour. Yes, it was. it was. A great interview, great responses. I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us for this hour, Armed American Radio has had Russell Stewart on for quite some time. I met him at Shot Show a few years ago. He and I have become very good friends. He's now running for Beverly Hills City Council, and boy, he's got the right message. And if you missed that first hour, go back and get it on podcast. It's up for you. By the time you hear this, it'll be up for you anyway. If you're listening live, it will be up shortly. But it was a fantastic interview with Russell. He has the right message, Craig. I agree. All I can, all I can tell you is that I hope, I hope it resonates because of who he is. You know, he's got this inside dope on the liberal mind in Beverly Hills that others don't have because of what he does, the nature of what he does. You know, he doesn't just have a standard gun shop. You have to set up an appointment, go in and meet with him, yep. and he sits and talks with you. It's a concierge. Interviews. It's a concierge service, service right? Yep. It really, truly is, and that's what made him popular. And he deals with a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen, who you know from the big screen and behind the cameras, et cetera, some big names that publicly, well, present a different face, and those people vote. So it's going to be, I mean, he's, he's got that inside dope. It'll be interesting to watch this campaign. However, I'm, you know, I, I am a little concerned about you can forget signing a contract to be civil. This is politics in America today, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a rough-and-tumble contact sport. And you know as well as I do that the liberal mind is not going to ease up on him. And, I, you know, I feel that, that the gun issue is going to come out. But there's nobody better suited to handle it than he is. Yeah, well, he is it, he's he's it. I mean, he's got the answers and he's got good answers. Go ahead, Greg. Expecting any kind of civility over the past uh, oh, yeah, seven years, it. you could forget, especially with what Trump is going through. Yeah. If you're any kind of a conservative and a Republican running in a, a liberal blue district and you're trying to restore liberty and freedom and the right to self-defense and the right to free business and stuff like that in an area that has been anti uh, and the people are suffering from it, obviously, out there because, you know, uh, California is one of those states where you have to essentially leave your back hatch or your back trunk open on your vehicle so burglars don't break into it. 
Well, if you can bring back a little bit of safety to people by saying, hey, guys, uh, you know, in this city, we're going to allow you to express, you know, uh, exercise your rights and to defend your property. That might actually resonate with people and they'll vote for their safety in that instance. That's a winning message for him. Yep. And we talked about it with him. If he stays on point with that, and he will. I know Russell well, and he will stay on point. He's obviously very well spoken. And he's, you know, he got that itch and he scratched it. So if you're listening to us in the Beverly Hills 9021 area code, uh, whatever else area code out there there is, uh, Russell's your guy. Uh, if you want, the, and it's interesting too, because he was talking about the career politicians, mayor and a former mayor, that are vacating their seats, right? Yeah. Yep. And he's, he's running for uh, one of those two slots. Yeah, those career politicians, those are the ones he's going to be able to say, look, you know, hey, they're great people. They're nice people. He knows them. But we need change. This is this the crime that we have now here. The city council has not done its job. We need new blood. He has got the he's in the right place at the right time with the right message. And hopefully it resonates. Stay on that crime issue and stay on the cost of goods and you will do fine. You will do fine. Greg, before we get cracking any farther, we've got some fun stuff to do. We're going to Google the words gun control live on the air for you and see what pops up. We've not looked at it today. We do it live with you. Would have done it in the previous hour. Greg, tell people where they can watch the show on their television sets and participate in the chat, please. Uh, if you'd like to watch the live show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. Across the top of that website, you'll see all the links to watch live, listen live, and the podcast link to catch up on anything you may have missed. Uh, and we've got the shop link if you'd like to support the show. Uh, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create a profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. I think I'll leave your uh, Clint Eastwood mug up there for a few because it's just a really cool picture. I know people like it. Yeah, we'll leave that up there for just a little. That's really not Greg. It really is Clint Eastwood. He is kind of Clint Eastwood-esque, though. Yeah, sometimes. And I don't think you have any Colt Navy revolvers, but that's okay. You should. They're very, very cool. I've shot a few. All right. <laughs> I have some replicas of them that are really, really nice. I have some beautiful replica guns that you would think were real, and I have them on plat. You know, they're nice. I've shot they some old ones. They're great in the, in the man cave, in the bar room area, yeah. you know. Really good stuff. You've got a room like that. They're good. So are Goat Guns, too, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let me throw that plug in there, okay? GoatGuns.com. GoatGuns.com. Now, I'm going to do something different tonight after the show. I'm actually going to go outside in the cold weather and build a huge fire today. I was going to do it yesterday, but it was just too darn windy. Today, it's calmed down. It's just cold. Let's see. I think the temperature right now is in the low 40s. But we're going to go out there. I'm going to build a huge fire. It's 41 degrees, and it's dropping like a stone with a low of 26 later tonight. So, yeah, I'm going to build a big cutting-edge fire outside, have a couple neighbors over. Why not? You can do these things. Cuttingedgefirewood.com. They got you covered, too. All right. So Russell, we covered that. Did you want to add anything to that? I think he's got the he's on point, man. He's got the great he's got a great message. He's the right guy at the right time in the right place. And as long as he stays on those topics, Bidenomics and that crime, he's going to win. And guys, the Bidenomic thing is real. I yep. mentioned in the previous hour, I was at Costco earlier today with my dad picking up, you know, steak. We're going to do you know a roast or something like that for dinner on Christmas Eve at, at the ranch. And my dad says, I'll buy it. Meet me at Costco. I said, all right, well, I'll split it with you. He said, no, nope, I got it. It's all good. We go to Costco. He said, well, maybe I shouldn't split it with you. Mm. I didn't. Usually I buy prime meat when I'm smoking stuff up, right? Yeah. Dude, they've got the, you know, ton of the, the uh, you know, the tenderloins, the whole tenderloins, various sizes. Yeah. Standing rib roast, bone in, boned, either one, take your pick. 
And no fewer than four people commented about Bidenomics and the cost of food while we were standing in Costco. One guy asked me to take a picture while he held up three of them with the price out because wow. he didn't want to do a selfie. And he was he said, can you hit video on that for me? And I said, sure. So I hit video. He goes, hey, honey, is that all you want is three? I can't believe I'm getting ready to spend a car payment on meat. Wow. Because these things were, you know, I think my dad spent a hundred, near $180, $190 on that thing. Wow. So you stay on point with those messages. And he, and he'll win out there. It doesn't matter where you live. Everything is relative. It's it's yeah. It's frightening out there. If you fill your cart with three or four items and you got a three hundred dollar bill. It's, it's just it's it's disgusting, quite frankly. Yep. So as we go to the break here, new poll reveals America's least favorite leader in Congress with shocking single digit approval. Any idea who that would be, Greg, in Dallas with all the bells and whistles and switches and stuff? Uh, well, can, can we differentiate between Senate and House, or are we just having to guess all five thirty five? No, I'm going to let me read that headline again. And it's fun, ladies and gentlemen, play along with us in your own mind. New poll reveals America's least favorite leader in Congress with shocking single digit approval. Mm. Who do you think? Yeah, let's have fun with it. Leader. Mm. It does not distinguish between House and Senate. Who do you think that could be? I I have an idea, but I'm probably a little um, biased and I'm probably thinking a little too literal because when journalists write leader, they could mean just anybody with a loud mouth. Whereas I'm thinking leader is someone that heads one of the houses of Congress. Uh, But uh, Chuck Schumer. Oh, no. Chuck Schumer. They they all suck. All their numbers suck. Chuck Schumer is at 23 percent. Oh, wow. No, no, it's not Chuck Schumer. It's single digits, and it is only 6% of adults that say they approve of this individual. So you get one more shot. Mm, 6%. Mm, This is fun. I like this. Um, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Ding, 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 ding. Let's give you some applause. Mitch McConnell with a whopping 6% approval rating. A whopping, it says, 60% say they disapprove, 34% had no opinion. How do you have no opinion? If you have no opinion, you shouldn't be voting, quite frankly. Yeah. But nonetheless, just 6% of adults. Hey, Mitch, time to go home. Mitchy. Mitchy. We're calling. Mitchy, Go home. Are you you reading the tea leaves here, brah? It's time to go. Vacate. Good heavens, it's absolutely... Can you imagine that? And how do you stand up in front of the microphone and try to be taken serious when you know yourself that just 6% of Americans polled like you? You fall asleep while you're standing there. That's how you do it. And and it doesn't matter, right? Maybe you don't even know these things anymore. Biden's not far behind him. Go home, octogenarians. It's time. Armed American Radio continues. We're going to Google gun control and see what comes up. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Indeed, that is exactly what Daniel Defense is. Six-hour studios lit up at AAR Ranch in Georgia. Crossbreed holsters, Mike fired up, X-Insurance presenting it all. We are wearing the MyPillow slippers today because it's cold. 
and they work. MyPillow.com. Actually, it's MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. And you see the big AAR up there. Everything on sale. Grab it right now. And you might even get it in time for Christmas. But help them. Support them. They've been under vicious attack. Mike's been under vicious attack from the left since the 2020 election. And he's a guy that just cares about his country. It's that simple. And they hate him for it. The left hates him. You know what you do? You hate him right back and you buy his product. That's what you do. That's what we do with the ranch. I'm wearing the slippers right now. Greg, do you have them on now? It's 60 degrees in Dallas, maybe not. Yeah, no, I don't have mine on today. Okay, well, I've got mine on and they are they just work wonders. And I, I walked back over to the ranch during the top of the hour break and it was so comfortable. They're just comfortable. MyPillow.com, pick up the slippers. I think they're 49 bucks right now at the site. Use the promo code AAR and support him. Thank him for supporting your right to bear arms. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Visit them. All right. I got one more dopey liberal thing that I saw today that I just can't help. But believe it or not, there's a peer-reviewed study that was published last week on Wednesday in the Public Library of Science's journal. One investigated greenhouse gas emissions of methane and nitrous oxide in human breath which is now contributing to global warming. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, your breathing is now contributing to their hoax global warming. Simply you breathing. Are you kidding me? They can start with themselves if they want to cut down on exhaust emissions. Wow. I mean, you know, you cannot make this stuff up. You just cannot make this stuff up. We've said from the beginning that we're the carbon that they want to eliminate. So, I mean, guys, this should be a a tell. Incredible. Let's Google gun control live. And let's see what pops up here. Okay. Here we go. Is New Mexico's unconventional gun control approach working? No. Uh, Number two, Nebraska Firearms Owners Association sues Omaha and Lincoln argues new gun ordinances are illegal. Good for them. We might go back to that. The trace. Number three, the year's most encouraging gun violence policy solutions. In the final trajectory of 2023, reporter Chip Brownlee takes stock of what progress has been made. You want to look at that? That's 41. This should be entertaining. Yeah, this is coming from the trace. Bloomberg funded fake news, and that's what it is. The year in gun violence solutions, the trajectory from the trace. You can you can view this at thetrace.org. And it's funny, John Lott just tweeted out a couple days ago that every town had blocked him. And I replied back with a shot of my block. I said, what took you so long? They blocked me years ago. <laughs> I would have thought they would have beat you, you to beat me to that punch, John. But no, they blocked him. And he's damn proud of that now, too. So that's OK. I showed him how to get around it. Seven months ago, I published the first issue of The Trajectory. Fifteen editions later, we've covered a lot of ground from local efforts to prevent suicide and community violence to the federal government's efforts to implement the 2022 Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. This is at The Trace. So what do they say is the positive signs? Several states strengthened strengthened their gun laws. Any idea who those states are? Do we have to go any further? Uh, You know what color they are on a political map? Yeah, we do. They're all blue. I guarantee it. Michigan and Minnesota, blue, were perhaps the most noticeable. The two states off the heels of elections last year became the 20th and 21st states to pass ERPOs, Extreme Risk Protection Orders, yeah, a.k.a. what? Red flag laws. Red flag laws. And the 19th and 20th states to expand background checks to cover private gun sales. Those were two of the core provisions in broader gun reform, gun reform, 
gun reform. Think about that. Packages in each state. I covered Minnesota's gun reforms in more depth if you miss them. But those aren't the only states that passed gun safety laws this year. They're talking about infringements, ladies and gentlemen. I know you know this, but they're referring to gun control and an infringement. Let me read the ink on my arm. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed unless you live in blue state America. Well, it doesn't say that. So these are all being challenged. It also doesn't say anything about unless you pass the background check. That's correct. That is correct. Notably, four states passed new or extended existing waiting period laws, putting time between when a person attempts to purchase a gun and when they can actually take it home. Now, I will tell you, in doing research for this week's shows and coming up with topics for Sunday coming up, because we are working all day here, Vermont's Republican governor just let an extended waiting period become law without a veto. So look for that to be discussed tomorrow. Maybe we can get at it today. But I ask myself why. He's got Democrat supermajorities. He's vetoed other bills. I don't want the excuse. Well, they're going to pass it. Make them work for it. He should have vetoed that. And he did not. We'll tell you a couple other interesting things that Vermont's Republican governor did. Pretty interesting. Uh, Even some traditionally gun-friendly states took steps this year. Vermont. Here we go. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking at this for the first time. Didn't know this was in here. Vermont passed a child access prevention law and enacted a three-day waiting period and strengthened its ERPO law. Now, this piece from the trace is 42 minutes old. So this is fresh stuff. Montana and Utah took steps to prevent suicides. Greg, taking steps to prevent suicides. Mm Mm-hmm. Gun control laws? Yeah, well, you know, uh, I don't so know. So if, if I've made a decision to kill myself before a gun was, have, did anyone ever commit suicide in human history before the advent of the gun? Uh, they absolutely did. Thank you. Uh, Alabama, Indiana, and Vermont improved records reporting to federal and state databases used for gun background checks. I'm not going to harp on that one too much. Unconstitutional. Uh, it is. But it's not gun control in the form that they're talking about it. And what they're doing is adding whatever they can to the list so that they can show you red states. We know how they operate. There was action in Washington. Just because most progress this year happened at the state and local levels doesn't mean nothing happened in D.C. Now they're going to the 2022 Bipartisan Safer Communities Act and the fact that Joe Biden can't get anything else passed. But they are still harping on the uh, White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention, which was just added, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with that, in September of this year, just a couple, three months back. Elsewhere in Washington, the effects of the Safer Communities Acts are still coming in focus. For example, a provision of the law enhanced background checks for gun buyers younger than 21. FBI data shows the law has stopped hundreds of illegal gun purchases. I haven't seen that, so I can't comment on that. But let's just go to what we really know are the real numbers. It's only let's take a look at crime. Go it, ahead. It's only illegal because you're under 21. Outside of that, it's not illegal. It's unconstitutional to restrict 18 to 20 year olds. Yeah, let's let's go to real crime numbers and see what the bipartisan community safer safer act safe act has done. Oh, 
Shot and killed December to date in Chicago alone. We're 19 days into the month. 22. Shot and wounded, 91. Total shot, 113. Total homicides, 26. Shot and killed this week, which is in progress. Just this week. Five killed, nine wounded, 14 shot. Year to date, 563 shot and killed. 2,443 people shot and wounded. Total 3,006 people shot. Bipartisan Safer Community Act hasn't done jack squat. We'll be right back. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, yes, welcome back indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, Six Hour Studios fired up for you. X Insurance presenting it all. X Insurance presenting all of it. If you need coverage, X Insurance will write you a policy no matter who you are, what you do. What you need it for, talk to X Insurance, and they'll work with you. It's pretty much that simple. And they get personal. They meet with you. It's not just cookie-cutter stuff. They meet with you. X Insurance. Visit them at Armed American Radio. Click that little X link, and boom, takes you right where you need to be. So we left off with the Community uh, Safer, Bipartisan Safer Community Act, which is a bunch of nonsense. Uh, just... Uh, more gun control, more infringements on your rights. And I just gave you real crime numbers. You know, what is it you're supposed to be doing? What, reducing crime? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's making it more difficult for you to purchase a firearm, to own a firearm. My son, clean criminal history. He's 19 years old. Background checks extended on him. How many gangbangers does that apply to? The stupidity of this is off the chain. Off the chain. Certainly wish we didn't have FCC control. Boy, could we have some fun with that one and guests. Yeah, that will happen mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So the trace. Uh, large investments in violence prevention. It's a, one of the biggest outcomes of the Safer Communities Act was its investment in community-based violence prevention programs. Let's go back to Chicago. Let's see how that's working out for them. Oh, I just did. It's not. I'm curious. What are Let's the programs? On. Well, let's see. Uh, $100 million in federal grants. That's your money, ladies and gentlemen, marking a shift in how the federal government supports local programs aimed at reducing violence through alternatives to traditional law enforcement. There you go. Let me tell you what you need. $100 million to beef up law enforcement if you want to stop crime. It's that simple. Lock them up. It looks like they're saying that there's almost $200 million investment into the DOJ in order to uh, some have alternatives to law enforcement, but they don't. It doesn't benefit the community at all. There's no other programs for uh, community resources. Uh, you know, as in you know, after school programs for parents that can't watch their kids. Even though a lot of these kids are just out uh, out of hand, anyways. You know, it, it sounds like there's more of lessening law enforcement's uh, uh, appearance yeah. in the community to help people. You know, stay safe and to be able to point out where the problems are so that law enforcement can address the problems. Uh, They just more or less are like, hey, you know what? We're going to have more uh, uh, social workers. Yeah, that's what I want. I want social workers in my crime-ridden neighborhood. It's just a bill of goods. It's just a sold bill of goods. 
That's all it is, is lip service. And it's a perfect, their guns. perfect way for people to grift off of the government and get some kind of a contract, set up some kind of a uh, four, uh, 501c3, take the grants, not really do anything, set up a shell business where it looks like something is being done, and then they just pay each other, and then it's, it's all a grift. Yeah, and let me let me tell you how the trace operates, ladies and gentlemen. These these are experts at wordsmithing. Violence is plummeting in several cities. It's no secret that the onset of COVID nineteen pandemic was followed by a spike in gun violence across the country. The spikes lasted through twenty one and twenty two, but this year cities across the country are getting safer, uh-huh. from New York and Philadelphia to New Orleans and St. Louis. <laughs> now, the, yeah, it's it is laughable, except. This is what they're telling people, and and millions of people believe this stuff. Oh, my gosh. Now, here, let me give you some numbers quickly. Uh, One instance this writer talks about was New Orleans, where homicides are down 25% year (laughs) over uh, year. Uh, uh, Philadelphia, promising decline. We're seeing a promising decline in shootings in Philadelphia, where the city's homicides have fallen nearly 24% as of December 17. Here's what the trace is not telling you, ladies and gentlemen. All the shooters are getting shot. (laughs) We are going to to cover this with Dr. Lott, okay, because we have the actual numbers. Murder rates have dropped in some cities in 2023, except they are still higher than they were in 2021 and 2022. They're just dropping. That's like telling you, Biden is telling you that you're happy that your gas prices are falling. You're still paying $3 more a gallon than you should be. This is Bidenomics. But... Meanwhile, violent crime in those cities, carjackings, rapes, robberies, etc., are up. The trace doesn't tell you that. But they do say not everywhere is experiencing the same decline. Homicides are up in cities like Memphis, Democrat-controlled, Dallas, Democrat-controlled, Washington, D.C., Democrat-controlled. It's so bad in Washington, D.C. Greg, ask me how bad it is. How bad is it in Washington, D.C.? Their two national sports teams just bolted to Virginia. That they did. Because people coming into the city are petrified walking back to their cars at night. And this is positive news. For the trace. I'm surprised they didn't point out that that Dallas is now governed by a Republican. Uh, Switch to a Republican from a Democrat. Let's make that very clear. They would not put that asterisk data in there. They would just say it's a Republican-governed city. Correct. And I do, we have time. Let me cover one. This didn't come up in gun control. This came up in, uh, well, didn't come up in research either. AWR is a good friend of mine. And uh, he quoted Lee Williams whose piece appears, of course, at Armed American News, also appeared at Ammo Land. And he wanted me to, to let Lee know that today. So he said, I got an advanced copy of this. But hundreds of thousands of Indiana gun buyers, private info at risk of disclosure. Hmm. Let's go here. Now, AWR has been very busy. He's been at the Turning Point Convention in Phoenix since Friday of last week. Yep. And it wraps up today. And my daughter went to that last year. And they had my daughter and my niece went and just they had a great time. It was quite a uh, quite an ordeal. I mean, I run Charlie Kirk, yeah. Kirk show. We talk about it a lot, but I also pay attention to the podcast that he goes on uh, and they've been broadcasting live from that thing. And it looks mm-hmm. like an, a really amazing event for young people to go to people of all ages, really. But it's good to see them trying to draw in a lot of the Gen Z's and millennials that are actually somewhat politically yeah. astute. And uh, I mean, it's just it's good all around. Yeah, my daughter and my niece had an absolute blast at that, met some great people, and obviously had some inside dope. They were able to get behind the curtains at the Breitbart booth. They were able to meet with Don Jr. and some others, and they just had a super good time. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've got teenage kids, you want to start looking at this, all right? 
we're making some consideration. We actually thought about broadcasting the show from Turning Point this year, but we just couldn't make it happen quick enough. Okay, there's a lot that goes into that. But nonetheless, we are considering that they, they run more than just the, you know, this one here. But the Phoenix one, well, you know my affinity for Phoenix. So look to see us at Phoenix maybe coming up in 2024, uh, maybe alongside Breitbart, maybe sharing space. Wouldn't that be fun to do? That'd be cool. Hundreds of thousands of Indiana gun buyers, private information, including gun purchase records, is at risk of being disclosed. NSSF put this tweet out uh, back on December 16th. Personal information of hundreds of thousands of Indiana gun owners at risk for public disclosure. Uh, Gun Owners of America's Aiden Johnson also reported the issue on X, noted this, coming from AWR at Breitbart, that a lawsuit resulted in the acquisition and distribution books from an Indiana Cabela's being turned over to the government. He pointed out the A&D books from Indiana Bass Pro Shop could soon be turned over as well. Now, this is where Lee Williams, and we'll bring Lee to the show this week if his schedule permits, but here's where AWR quoted from Lee. This is why I don't want to give away all Lee's work right now. Just, just give you this quote. The response to the Journal News' map was vicious and loud because it's the permit pistol holders that Gannett's Journal News of Westchester County, New York, we're talking about here that went back to 2012. Williams observed this, meaning uh, Lee the Gunwriter Williams. The response to the Journal News map was vicious and loud. Outraged gun owners pushed for the publication of the addresses of the journalists responsible for the travesty. The danger, many claimed, was that the newspaper created a handy tool for burglars seeking to break into homes and steal firearms. The same concerns apply to Indiana's gun owners. Now, Lee went into great detail about that. AWR reported it. We will talk about it coming up this week with Lee, the gun writer, Williams. We will likely even be talking about it on Sunday because it's getting a lot of legs. But I absolutely agree. Reporter puts that information out. Well, that's Second Amendment information. Mm, They're using their First Amendment. I think the journalist, like Lee mentions, and some of the some of the citizens involved, meant start put the information out about the reporter that put it out. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Except it's really not, because well, they're journalists, right? They hate you, ladies and gentlemen. They hate you. They hate you. Hate them back. That's that's what's fair, bro. Hate them right back. Good heavens, I do. Can't stand the media. Hate them. Back right after this. One more segment to go. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. Final segment here on uh, Google Gun Control Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Welcome back to the Six Hour Studios at AAR Ranch in Georgia. Crossbreed Holsters, Mike is fired up for you. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom on radio stations across the country. X-Insurance presents it all. Welcome in. If you're listening on podcast, we appreciate it very much. If you're listening on a radio station, we appreciate it very much. Thanks for being here. Greg in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Dallas, I'll get lots of L's there. Dallas, Texas. We'll call it. No, we don't want to disrespect Texas. Dallas, Texas. Welcome back, Greg. All right. So let's move on. The trace is a mess. 
uh, um, crime statistics. Yeah. So let me go back to uh, to gun control here, and, and I, I'm going to break from my tradition on the uh, gun control Tuesday. One of the stories that popped up was grieving Scottish mom slams America's gun laws and the culture of hatred in the United States. So during the break, I went in and read this because I, I wanted to see a little bit more about what happened and if it needed any more research. And it did. And I did a quick cursory uh, search about this story. It's a terrible story, frankly. But you have a uh, son, a, a kid by the name. Her son, his name is Rory Swim. He's 23 years old, was 23 years old. Terrible. He was fatally shot in Utah. OK, now let's let's I'm not going to tell you any more than that. You'll see why in just a second. A heartbroken Scottish mother is speaking out against U.S. gun laws after her 23-year-old son was shot dead by a 15-year-old in Utah. Okay, so that's why I said, okay, that's why I did what I did, because I knew there was going to be more to this. Let's just go here. Let's go to what the mom said first, and then I'm going to even go to Gifford's Law Center for this. Because I want the I want the lefty argument out here. Just before two a.m. in the hours of the following day, so according to Salt Lake Police, Rory Swim and two friends got into a dispute. That means a fight, ladies and gentlemen, or some type of argument with a group outside a Seven Eleven back on October twelfth. Just before two a.m. in the early hours of the following day, Swim was killed by a member of the other group outside of an apartment building. The 9mm pistol was used. She says there's a lack of culpability in America. It's totally fine that you can go out and shoot somebody because it happens all the time here. Hmm? That's what she told the BBC. Now, let's take issue with that. No, it's not totally fine that you go out and shoot somebody. That's called murder. It is not okay in America to go out and shoot someone. It's never been okay in this country to go out and shoot someone. And if you do and you survive yourself, you are, and well, maybe not in a liberal enclave, I don't know, you're going to go to jail. You may even get put to death depending on what state it is. It's not okay to go out and shoot someone, ma'am. You know, the, the, the great tragedy of this is, is they ask somebody that is completely ignorant of what she's talking about, and then they just report it as if that is fact. There's no... Now, they they live in the U.S., okay? Well, she lives here in the United States. She's yeah, she still is ignorant completely for, ignorant. Completely ignorant. I don't want to give the indication that she's in Scotland and her kid was over here. No, the family lives here, and I guess they've been here since the kid was six years old. So, he was 23. But to make a statement like that is completely ignorant and I, I don't want to with this woman grieving the loss of her son it's a horrible story some of the photographs this kid was an unbelievable skier wanted to be a an instructor okay very active kid and you know it's it's a tragedy no question about it but it is not okay it is not fine to go out and shoot somebody because it happens all the time that that happens ladies and gentlemen Predominantly in big, blue, Democrat-run cities. Okay? Now, this happened in Utah. Where in Utah? Uh, Let's see if we can get a take here on this. But the fact that they've only been here 17 years uh, just tells me... She ought to know better to say something like that. It was in uh, the 14th homicide in Salt Lake City this year. 14th homicide in Salt Lake City. Compare Salt Lake City, Greg, in Utah to Chicago. Want those numbers again? 
Wasn't it over like 3,000 for the year? 14th in Utah by October 12th when he was murdered. Just December to date, there have been 22 people killed in Chicago alone. To date. 19 days into this month. Okay. But she's also, they're also coming from a country where I, I, I could be a little bit wrong here. I don't know a lot about Scottish gun law, but I don't think they have any. And I don't think they have any guns is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know that to be the case. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't have any idea what Scottish gun laws are, aren't. I don't know. But I, I, it pains me to see somebody say something like that as, as if, you know, telling the BBC, telling Europe that it's okay to kill people. It is not okay to kill people in the United States. Now, what is Utah law? This kid was 15, is 15. Utah law provides that no person under age 18 may possess a handgun, sawed-off rifle, sawed-off shotgun, or fully automatic weapon. This is coming from Giffords.org, ladies and gentlemen. I specifically went to the lefty anti-gunners to get you the information on this. The state further prohibits any person under 18 years of age from possessing any other firearm, i.e. a rifle or shotgun, unless he or she blank has the permission of one's parent or guardian to have the weapon or is accompanied by that parent or guardian while in possession of the gun, which he was not. I'm curious if, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a a carve out for this, but if said 18-year-old is defending the household from intruders and the parents have been immobilized and he's the last line of defense. 15-year-old. And yes, of course he can. Yes. No question. Particularly in Utah. Yeah. But this kid who murdered this 23-year-old is 15. Mm Mm-hmm. Every single one of these exceptions, ladies and gentlemen, none of them apply to him. Firing at lawfully operated target concessions at amusement parks, piers, and similar locations provided the firearm to be used are firmly chained or affixed to the counters. In attendance at a hunter safety course or firearm safety course. Engaging in practice or other lawful use of a firearm at an established range or other area where the discharge of firearm is not prohibited by law. Engaging in organized competition. Is on real property with the permission of the owner who is a resident or non-resident hunter with a valid hunting license or traveling to or from any activity described above with an unloaded firearm in one's possession. This kid violated every single one of Utah's laws. Yep. The problem, ma'am, is not America's gun laws. The problem is 15-year-olds not following the law. That's the problem. Crime. Now, I feel terrible for this woman. I have a 19-year-old son. I have a 21-year-old daughter. Give me a break. I'm a parent. I can't imagine what she's going through. But to somehow suggest that it's a gun law or one new gun law would have stopped this kid from murdering her son, let me tell you, and I know people don't want to hear this, and it might not be politically correct. I couldn't care less. Don't get into fights with other groups of people, excuse me, at 2.30 in the morning. It ain't going to end well. What do the cops always say? Nothing good's going on after midnight anyway, right? Something like that? Yep. You know, guys, you got to use your head, man. You just got to use your head. And sometimes at 23 years old, it's hard to do that. And a 15-year-old murdered this young kid. And it had nothing to do with America's gun laws, ladies and gentlemen. 
It had to do with a depraved criminal mind at 15 already violating the law. Very sad story. We're going to be back tomorrow on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh.